0: Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway.
1: Have you ever failed? I sure have. Attempting to sail through life without failing is like trying to eat tomato soup with chopsticks. During a firefighter's strike in England, the British Army took over their duties and responded to a call from an elderly South London lady whose cat needed rescuing. The lady was so grateful when they finally rescued the cat that she invited the heroes in for tea. Driving off later, they waved goodbye and then ran over her cat. No, nobody wants to fail. No one walks out their front door in the morning thinking, boy, I'd like to botch this emergency. Maybe today I'll get that pink slip or go the wrong way on a one-way street or introduce my wife of 25 years at a party and forget her name. (laughs) No, failure isn't something we seek after. But so many of us refuse to live free from the power of failure. When we focus on the fear of it, our joy goes missing. We're pinned to the mat. We're kept from some of life's greatest successes. Consider the story of John Creasy. In his bid to have a book published, John received 753 rejection slips. 753! He could have wallpapered his house, but John's mind wasn't on interior decorating. Instead, he sent out one more manuscript. The result? The English novelist went on to publish 600 books. Most sports trivia buffs can tell you that Babe Ruth, the great Bambino, hit 714 home runs, but few know that he struck out 1,330 times. Jerry Seinfeld was booed off the stage of his first comedy club. Elvis Presley was fired from the Grand Ole Opry. The Bible is filled with stories of saints who blew it. Peter vowed to follow Jesus at any cost, then denied him with an oath. Moses stuttered. Thomas doubted. Zacchaeus didn't measure up, and Jonah ran into a whale of a time. David was guilty of adultery and murder, then referred to as a man after God's own heart. Why? Because like Peter and Moses and Thomas and Zacchaeus and Jonah, he knew where to go with his failure. He knew that our past should be learned from, but never lived in. When the prophet Nathan confronted him about his sin, David prayed, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from sin. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. That's Psalm 51. David found that God's anger lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Failure doesn't come in the falling, David might say. It comes in not getting back up. Consider what must have seemed like the most colossal failure of all time. As Jesus preached the message of God's kingdom, lives were transformed, the sick healed, the dead raised, and the world turned right side up. Then the unthinkable happened. Jesus was murdered, darkness fell, his disciples fled, and all was lost. Or was it? What seemed like the greatest failure ever was God's greatest victory. Jesus rose from the dead, conquering sin, Satan, and death itself. Remember this. One of the enemy's most effective tactics to help you lose your joy is to keep you preoccupied with your failures. Are you weighed down beneath failure today? Lay it down. Look up. Move on. Your failure could be a springboard to success. And if you're backing out of that driveway... Watch out for cats.
0: Hearing your encouragement never gets old. Every listener note we read feels just like the first. Sasha recently wrote, My family loves watching these together. Thank you so very much, and God bless you all. Thanks, Sasha. To share how Laugh Again has impacted your walk with Jesus, or to express your encouragement with a donation, visit us online at laughagain.org Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter